Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry, boy. Look at the technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boy. Cheers. Cheers. Got the diddlets. Hello. Oh, hello. How are you? Are you having a nice time there in Indianapolis, Mr. Fogues? Having a very good time. G'day, viewers. Do, do you mind? Can I do the intro? Look, uh, just folks. James mother, Julie. Uh, folks, folks, would it be okay if we sort of did an intro at our end? You know, because you're only a guest, not taking over the whole deal. <laughs> oh, what happened to Radio Hot Folks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> G'day, viewers, and welcome to episode 113 of Radio of that. Hot Folks. No, it's episode three of Radio Hot Folks, please. Oh, oh, how that, many wines have you had? Oh, that, that, uh, that Come on, do your intro, because you always have that mumble mumble at the start anyway. <laughs> We've got plenty of that today, haven't we? <laughs> That's uh, yeah, lazy. He's hopeless. He's on the source. Well, I think we're uh, I think we're in. All right. I don't think we worry about the intro. Are we recording? Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. This is just the preamble. Hang on a minute. G'day, viewers. Welcome to episode 113 of that zany podcast that takes a light out of look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues on a Saturday morning with international guests in an Italian restaurant in Indianapolis with Fogues. Hello, Fogues. Good afternoon, viewers. Good afternoon, guys. And it's good evening from here in Indianapolis, but Indianapolis on the, not quite the eve, the almost eve of the Indy 500, and uh, we're pretty happy here for a number of reasons. Yes. Uh, I've been having a really good dinner. What, uh, what, what did you, what pasta did you have today, mate? What pa- have? What pasta? Isn't it carbs day? I didn't. I had, I had a backyard burger. Well, but how can you if it's carb day? Well, yeah, plenty of carbs. <laughs> All right. Boom, boom. No lambasting lambs with you. All right, what's been going on this week? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, and lots of blokey bonhomie. <laughs> That's right, we're all here. Or, or bonhomie, <laughs> or if you actually spoke English. Well, what are you drinking, folks? Obviously plenty. Yeah. No, I'm at uh, Rick's Cafe Boatyard. It's the prime spot in Indianapolis, which, generally speaking, is as flat as a tack and... <laughs> Probably not your most interesting looking town, but there's this on the edge of the city, not far from where I used to live over here. Actually, it's a uh, idyllic little spot. It's uh, Eagle Creek Dam, and I tell you what, it looks like 
meeting with a couple of friends, in fact, a couple of notables, really. One is John Davison. There's a blast from the past, father of James Davison, who's racing in the Firestone Indy Light series. And also with us is James's mother, Julie. And the other personage here is Mike Brudenall, who is the uh, auto racing writer of the Detroit Free Press newspaper. Uh, but interested, interestingly, Mike is an Aussie. Is he? he died, born and bred in Melbourne, and he's one of my best mates, and he is my deadly, deadly arch rival in kart racing. We have an ongoing match racing series that's been going for several years now. Um, not sure who's ahead, probably me, but we go at it hard and fast. Much like uh, Paul Ryan and I do in kart racing, he's always been convinced that he beat me, but he did actually start a lap in front at Road, uh, Road America in the lovely uh, forests of Elkhart Lake. And uh, when you'd see him there, as uh, as he's doing the PR for Scott Sharp in the Patron team, which will be starting from 20th position, even though he had, in 2001, started from pole position and, in fact, is the most experienced or greatest number of starts in Indy. Make sure you rev up, Paul, about that Road America go-kart race that he failed to believe that he could, you know, do any good at. <laughs> yeah, that's serious. But yeah, I saw Rhino briefly, uh, sorry, International Forley in the radio <laughs> hot lap parlance. Um, so International Forley earlier today briefly up in the media centre. Didn't catch up with him again. He's disappeared into the bowels of the place somewhere. But um, yeah, PR-wise, he's got his work cut out this weekend, I think. So I'm very impressed. Uh, racing in such uh, auspicious venues as... Uh, Road America, wow, that's uh, serious stuff, I can't match that. Mind you, uh, Rhino does have a severe weight penalty disadvantage compared with you, Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> now, just uh, before we get on to more is, of the... Is that a polite way of saying he's a bit... Rotund. ...on the Fulton side? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that publicly, folks, he'll be on another diet before you can blink. Yeah. Will I? Uh, no, he will. He'll be on my calorie... Account.com. <laughs> he used to have this okay. iPhone app and he would uh, plug in the carbs he was having and the calories every meal to work out whether he was allowed to have another mouthful of something. It was it was quite painful. Right. Now, uh, just before uh, you go on to tell us... Well, I want to chat about because, you know, I've got important business to attend to here. It's uh, a cheeky little red cheeky cabinet sitting there, so let's move it along, guys. <laughs> a cheeky cabinet. You're allowed to have a mouthful while you're talking, folks. This is Radio Hotlap. Well, from one flat and featureless uh, town uh, to another, uh, in fact, a town that you know quite well and seem to be spending more and more time over here, sneakily, Adelaide. <laughs> yes, fine town. Business takes me there often these days. It's funny how life turns out, isn't it? Yes, yes isn't it? the old nest. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I've, I've been put on this mailing list, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you like that, uh, AJP? Thank you. Yes, mate. <laughs> All right, tell us All what right. you've been experiencing. No, what are we talking about? Come on, come on. Andy, come on. tell us what's going on. Tell us what's going on. You're reporting. Will Power's on on second and... Um, sorry, no. He's, Will Power? Sorry, what do you want about? No, that'd be Ryan Briscoe. R- Ryan Briscoe's second and Power's ninth, yeah. I believe. Big chance to win. What about Big taxi? to win. Well, Penske's, it, um, you know, two of the positions on the front row, so Elio Castaneves, well, Tax evader. He, can't do it. he can't do anything wrong at the minute, he's the pole winner, his team, and he won the pit stop.
yeah, he's driving like he's running away from the ATO. Uh, case against him, and in fact, the last pending charge uh, was today withdrawn, so he's home free. And um, actually, last night I was at a uh, dinner hosted by Roger Penske. I know, no, I hate name droppers. I always I tell the Queen that all the time. I really hate name droppers. <laughs> but I was at this dinner with hosted by Roger Penske and had a long chat with Elio, and he is in high spirits. I mean. He is so, so happy and so full of life, which is saying a lot for him because he's the most ebullient driver you'll ever come across. But the, just the relief that this uh, charge and possible jail that was hanging over him is released. And, you know, ever since he came back into the car at Long Beach, he's just hit the ground running. And I don't know, yeah, he's a big chance to, you know, to win this Indy 500 this weekend. And that'll be an amazing victory for him. But Briscoe will be there, Will Power. He's a few rows back, and you know he's in a Penske car as well. He's got a big chance. I mean, there's never been a better possibility for an Australian driver to win the Indy 500 uh, until this year. So uh, it'll be worth watching. Well, in fact, can you watch it in Australia? Is it on television out there? Um, I've checked uh, 10 HD, and it appears that it is not being uh, covered. So I'd imagine it's probably going to be uh, uh, delayed. Telecast yeah, on Fox Network or something like that, or there'll be nothing at all, which is a bit of a pity. Uh, I think that's disappointing. I thought one HD would have grabbed that, or uh, well, maybe we'll get highlights on, later uh, in the ESPN week. Let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, the money these guys earn. The winner um, gets a quite a large seven-figure check, I believe. But even if you last, you get a lot. How 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 much does the last guy get? Uh, lots. <laughs> Who is the worst driver? Now, 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 lots I know is a bit of a round figure, <laughs> but that's just because I haven't got the actual figure in front of me. But no, it's um, it's probably I'm off the top of my head. You know, I'm. I'm funny, I remember back in the day, it always used to be an interesting statistic that the, the guy who finished 33rd and dead last in the Indy 500 won $33,000, you know, which doesn't seem 
injection into your program, but you know, with a top IndyCar program running at probably fifteen, twenty million dollars, you know, it's um, it's not such a big deal. It's welcome, but you know, there were gone are the days when uh, teams could enter and run in the Indy 500 and earn enough money, you know, to pay for the program. Um, just through the prize money alone, the game's moved moved on a lot further. But it's actually quite interesting that substantial prize money is at least offered and won in the Indy 500 and, in fact, in the whole IndyCar series because in auto racing around the world these days, otherwise, um, you never really hear about prize money. Um, even in NASCAR, there's a lot of prize money in NASCAR, but you don't hear much about it, but it's still a prominent statistic in IndyCar racing. Um. Is it uh, half and half or full cream, the milk, on the winning moment? That's a really good question. I've never thought of that. Yes, of course, the <laughs> winner of the Indy 500. Um, Can you get onto that? Because Americans like a half-half option. Swigs a big bottle, uh, you know, swigs out of a big bottle of milk um, on the podium and it's, uh, one of the local milk boards, big promotions to the year, is, you know, the milk moustache and all that and um, it's a, an iconic photo of the Indy 500 champion with the with the milk moustache. Um, there have been a couple of occasions where the winner in modern history hasn't, most notably Emerson Fittipaldi when he won his first Indy 500. Um, he uh, refused the milk and he uh, chugged down some orange juice. <laughs> the reason being, of course, is he comes from Brazil and one of his enterprises down there is uh, growing oranges, an orange farm. Do you have an orange farm, I guess, whatever it is? Growing farm, um, but otherwise, yeah, milk is the traditional drink. And but as to your question, is it full cream or half and half, um, low fat or something? I have no idea, but I'll make it my business to find out. Good That's for you, folks. what we were hoping you'd say. He's on the case that blokey bonhomie kind of lamb lambaster folks <laughs> of the northern hemisphere. Yeah. <laughs> No, lamb-basting. Uh, we lamb-basted a chicken. We had the best chicken the other night. You, it was so good. In fact, uh, JP said... So can, just... la- can you lamb-baste a chicken? No, sorry, I'm, I'm now mixing it up. I'm getting my, my clever word usage is now overwhelming me. It is. Could you please just uh, tell us about the, the ch- little I'm cheeky... Also se- I'm also severely hungover from last night. I have to tell you, sorry. <laughs> is that right? Up to this Viewers, really you heard it first on Radio Hot Lap. Green around the gills. <laughs> well, you sound it. I know, viewers, that will shock you. I know I'm held up as a role model, you know, the <laughs> prize specimen of fitness and probity, but sometimes, you know... It all goes to pot. Even the folks has got feet of clay, I'm afraid. You haven't been stealing any bar mats, have you, from Thai restaurants? <laughs> I rather think... Oh, sorry. I rather gather from what I'm told that would be the least of my transgressions. Yes, absolutely. So um, can you tell us a little bit about the sneaky red you're having there tonight? Which uh, neck of the W is it from, mate? Uh, I believe it's... Well, no, we had a really nice Cabernet Sauvignon from the Napa Valley. Oh, yes. Um, And that was chosen by Julie Davison, who's James Davison's mother. A delightful and charming woman, I have to say. Oh, folks. Having met her for the first time. Um, young Davo, by the way, there's, you know, Davo Model 3, you know, into a series of them. Um, I, he's finished a, a solid, a fighting stick in the 
was a recalcitrant car. Whoa. Car that, and, yeah, he did his best and he fought his way to six. So a pretty good effort from young James. He's oh, definitely. A, he's a, an IndyCar star of the future, I think. Um, he's certainly positioned well. He drives for Vision Racing, which is the team owned by Tony George. He's the man who owns, basically, or his family owns and runs the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the IndyCar series. And um, James is also uh, in a relationship. He's dating uh, Lauren George, who's Tony George's stepdaughter. So um, <laughs> pretty smart tactical move, that one. I <laughs> well, I, wa- I was uh, until you blew, every- blew his cover. This week has been named as the team owner of the Vision, Vision Racing's uh, Indy Lights entry. So James is... Um, well, he's dating his boss, so we'll see how that one turns out. But yeah, no, he's he's, he's certainly in with the right crowd here. The uh, the Davison. Didn't answer your question in the slightest about what the wine I'm drinking is, because at the moment we're just on the house red, and I've got no idea what it is. And at this right. time of night, you know, you're past caring. It's a bit like a, uh, a you know. You can't get a word in, can uh, you? No. Was it Cana in the Bible? You know where? Yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah. The, uh, Pillar of salt. Wine last because you've drunk so much you, you don't you don't care any less. So I've got no idea what it is. <laughs> and you don't Stop care. Stop me now before I say something stupid, will you? Um, <laughs> yes. Well, you already have. We we, we 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 couldn't get a word in. But uh, you know, I'll, a little fact which you will find quite interesting, and you can pass on down the table there that uh, the two Davisons in question there have been a recipient of a leg of lamb cooked by moi at the house we stayed at at Mount uh, Buller along with Tony Gaze, the ex-Formula One driver. There yes. you go. Oh, well, I'll remind them of that. Yes, and it, it was way back in 2005, I think. Okay. But uh, it was a, a double leg of lamb and there was a big mess. <laughs> big mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there usually is when Hardy that. gets in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm looking at the yacht tied up here at the marina. It's called Miss Indy. Oh, cool. It does, life doesn't get much better than this, you know. No, well, all right. Well, Obviously well, for well, you. <laughs> well, look, when you've got something... I didn't hear that, and I'm probably glad I didn't. When you've got something useful to say, well, can you give us a call back and we'll try and do another show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, OK. Oh, gee, we're getting... Ah, well, I mean, you know, it's costing me a fortune ringing you in America. Well, changed. So suddenly there are new standards being set or something? I don't think so. It's because you've raised the standards so high, folks. That's right. Into the clouds. Oh, oh. JP, he's a smooth talker, isn't he, eh? <laughs> oh, um, also important news for the viewers. Uh, the, the dogs has just had a bath and is rubbing herself on the uh, carpet. And so can you make sure that that gets, you know... Told to everyone, important yeah. on the grid, you know, that the dogs, is, dogs is fluffy. Yeah. yeah. I will send out that message immediately because that's very important. <laughs> the dog is rubbing itself on the carpet. Fluffy dog. It's going over to, to one... Certain people could misconstrue that, John. It's going... I'm sending it over to 118 Stanley Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Yeah. Look, see you later. We're you enjoy the rest. Enjoy the rest of your evening and enjoy the race, folks. We'll catch up with you probably later on in next week or whatever. During my travels, yeah. Well, from here I go to Detroit for a bit of fun with my mate Mike Brudenell, and uh, then on to London and 
hopefully from there could be a very exciting adventure at the Le Mans 24 hours. It could be the the hugest radio hot lap of the year, couldn't it? Oh, it, it could, could be. Well if, be. You, if, yeah. you, if you don't turn up, I might have some real guests. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. You might have to get the. You might actually get the say something. That's uh, that's right. That's a good point. <laughs> well, I'll be arriving. You two. Yeah. How do you earn your keep? I mean, you two are just a little bit of stitching, really. Now, aren't you? <laughs> well, that's right. We are uh, absolutely. For the, for the fabric for the real fabric of the show. That that's right. And 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 as as told to the viewers and previously on episode one twelve, um, I'll be arriving in a four thirty Scuderia. But more than that, I've found that not only that. We've got a 599 as well. Is that right? Yeah, so I thought, it's just about the best little trip. Little trip. Gee, you are, you are one slash Harry, aren't you? <laughs> the way it's looking at the moment, mate, I'll be driving down there in a Renault Scenic. <laughs> well, you do. Uh, you, you, you... Can you, can you in a mini MPV, a, a mini uh, people carrier? <laughs> Well, you just let me know where, where, which part of the carpet I can sleep on, because I've, I've worked that bit out yet. <laughs> I've got, I've got caviar when I, I've got caviar and champagne all day long. So I've got to have a people carry to, you know, pick up all the, all the kids along the way. You can never, you can, you can <laughs> never get a word. You can never get a word in the He's, he's, he's focused on the okay, Renault scene. He's focused. Good to talk to you guys. I'm really going to have to rush because important. No worries, folks. We know the wine's calling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, um, and uh, what, uh, folks, before you go, you should uh, keep yourself available for a possible trip to uh, to Denmark after Le Mans to uh, to drive one of the Aquila uh, Group C sports cars. Mate, sign me up on there. It's got my name on it. Well, you do the story. <laughs> you'll get you get the drive. <laughs> hey, show me a race car. I'm in it. <laughs> Back to Bahrain with you. Exactly. No worries, folks. All right. Have a great time. See you later. Good on you guys. Thanks for, thanks for well, you either got up early or you stayed up very late to do this special lunchtime edition of Radio Hot Fogs. We did. Much appreciated. This phone is costing me a fortune. <laughs> oh, and me as well. <laughs> oh. You can't get your head around the fact that you're just making a normal local mobile telephone call and I'm paying the international charges at the other end which will be billed back to Radio Hot Map anyway you know. very nice of you folks With, you know, the vast expenses you give me for these squares do not forget to tell the Davisons about the leg of lamb with Tony Gaze see you later I will bye see you mate good on you guys guys Good on you, fuck your off. Phones. <laughs> <laughs> now, he takes over, doesn't he? He's terrible, isn't he? Oh, 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 look at that. He's cracked my phone. He's just spoken so much, just cracked the screen of my iPhone. Well, viewers, that's it, really? Yeah, it's Is just that episode 113? Yeah, 113, yeah. yeah, yeah. Might as well. Short, sharp, shiny. And, uh, um, Interlude with Fogues. From Indy. From Indy. Yeah, with the Davison standing thing the by, you know, That's right, cardboard yeah. cutouts. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, they were happens. probably thinking they were, <laughs> they're probably cheesed off with him too because they couldn't get a word in either. <laughs> they probably thought they were going to be on Radio Hotline. <laughs> he goes, "Who is it?" They go, "Who is it?" Oh, it's Radio Hotline. You know, because he's going looking important. <laughs> Let me tell you, viewers. Last night, that was a cardboard cutout of Helio Castroneves that he. Uh, oh no, I stubbed my toe. That he was talking Jeez, to. That looks terrible. I know. I, I don't like it either. Oh, don't show it to me. Oh, have a go at that. <laughs> Shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've 
night, finish all now. night there he was talking to the cardboard cutout with Elio. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like this, you can see he's a hungry. Elio couldn't get a word in. That's right. That's why he was so revved up. He's running from folks. That's why he's on pole. Episode 114 sometime next week. See you, viewers. Good night, viewers. Oh, sorry, good afternoon, viewers. Good afternoon. <laughs>